0: This is Back of House News, where we cover the biggest restaurant and food service industry headlines. This week, we discuss how to use professional development offerings as a tool to reduce turnover and show staff you value their growth. For more details, we go to Back of House reporter Grace Dickinson. Hi, Grace. Nice to see you.
1: Hi, Claudia. It's good to be here.
0: So last week, we touched upon the National Restaurant Association's 2023 State of the Industry Report which showed that hiring is still a really big challenge across the entire industry. So as for our listeners that maybe didn't catch that episode, the report showed that as many as 87% of operators are planning to make a hire in the next 6 to 12 months, but very few think that that process is going to be easy. So given the ongoing tight labor market, it's become really important to invest in current staff and make sure you're fostering an environment where employees really want to stay and they want to come in every day. And we know that that's just generally good practice, regardless of the industry that you work in or where you work. So, Grace, you recently wrote about how offering professional development opportunities can be a major component of that. Walk us through the why behind that.
1: To put it simply, when you offer staff opportunities like continuing education classes, it just demonstrates that you really care about their growth. And if your staff are constantly learning and evolving and you're supporting them in doing that, it really gives them less of a reason to be looking for other jobs. And while sometimes that does require an upfront financial investment to pay for some of these professional development opportunities, Typically, it'll actually save you money in the long run. I know we've discussed many times on this podcast just how expensive turnover can be for any restaurant owner. Yeah.
0: So you actually wrote about a bunch of professional development ideas that restaurants can start offering, and some of those ideas actually wouldn't cost owners much of anything up front. So let's just start there because I'm sure everyone's eager to hear about the low-budget ideas first.
1: Absolutely. If you're on a tight budget, one of the best resources to tap is your own vendors and suppliers. You can simply ask around and see if any of your vendors would be maybe interested in hosting a workshop where they dive deeper into a particular topic or maybe even a particular ingredient. And depending on your suppliers, you could even schedule a site visit, especially if you're working with, let's say, local farmers or dairy, meat or seafood vendors. Just take, for example, if let's say you have a fish purveyor in the area, you could ask if you can bring your kitchen staff to see the facility, view the production line, learn how the fish is processed and filleted, and maybe even have them kind of teach about seasonality. Mm And then another idea here is to tap your wine, your beer, your liquor reps. They can conduct tastings, and this in itself is actually a form of continued education. You can ask your sales reps to go over details like the origins of the product or top food pairings and really encourage your staff to ask questions here. In the end, this kind of becomes a win-win for everyone because better educated staff can then help educate customers and really confidently guide people across the menu.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. So another professional development idea you wrote about was developing a mentorship program, which typically is more of a time investment than a financial one, I know. But tell us a little bit more about the value here of helping set up staff with mentors and how you recommend facilitating that kind of a program.
1: Sure. So mentors typically have vast experience in the field, as you know, and so they can act as a sounding board to field questions and concerns and also help build those important soft skills like learning how to manage certain conflict scenarios, for example. Depending on your resources, particularly if you're a restaurant group, you might actually set up a formal mentorship program by tapping your industry network and seeing who might be willing or who's eligible to serve as mentors for your staff. But then it's also a good idea to encourage your leadership team to seek out mentors of their own. It's really important that staff find a mentor who feels both relatable and and also really inspiring. And this could often come from outside of your own inner circle. So to do this, you really want to take the time to regularly address the value of a mentor, whether it's during one-on-one management meetings or quarterly meetings, all staff meetings, and just provide suggestions for where your team might look to find a mentor. Local industry events are a good place to start, as well as industry organizations, you know, ranging from the James Beard Foundation to uh, the American Academy of Chefs or the American Culinary Federation and some of the local chapters. Those are good places to start. And then you can also kind of look within your restaurant's own four walls, implementing what's known as the quote unquote buddy system. And that's where you pair newer employees with someone that's been at the organization for a while. In its foundation, this is really a training method, but with the right culture in place, you can also use this to develop an in-house mentorship. And kind of similarly, you could even facilitate cross-training opportunities within your own restaurant. So let's say you have a line cook who's interested in learning about pastry or a server who'd want to shadow a sous chef for a day. There are plenty of learning opportunities right within A restaurant. And it's just about carving out the time to craft what that would look like and then figuring out how to communicate it to your staff.
0: Yeah, all those ideas are great. So outside of the restaurant, we know that there's plenty of online training opportunities as well. What are some of the popular digital platforms that restaurants often turn to that you could talk to us about today?
1: Even something as commonplace as YouTube can serve as a valuable tool for providing continued education, but there are plenty of platforms out there that kind of curate the classes for you, specifically on restaurant-related topics. One of these platforms, for instance, it's called Tipsy, and they provide classes ranging from... Food Planning Fundamentals, to Instagram for Hospitality, to Sake for Restaurant Owners. (laughs) There's just a wide swath of classes on there. And then also, most of us are familiar with Masterclass. They have plenty of video series with famous chefs like Alice Waters, Thomas Keller, plus a whole range of classes that focus on leadership And then there's also a platform called Ruby, where you'll find culinary courses that cover everything from fundamentals like knife skills to seafood literacy to food waste management. So there's a lot out there to choose from. The thing here is that most of these training platforms do require some sort of paid membership. So to really get the most out of an investment, it's important to talk to your staff. Find out what they're actually interested in and if online classes are something something they'd actually tune into before you make that
0: investment. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Well, thank you so much, Grace. And for our listeners out there, you can find all of these professional development ideas and more on backofhouse.io. So that's all for this week, folks. Thanks for joining us. And be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find us on all major platforms, including Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and more.